Hi, everybody. It's episode 493 of PodQuest. Hey. It is Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. I am Chris. With me is Walnut. Hi, I'm here. I think Druton got lost on his way here tonight or something. I don't know. He said yeah, he wouldn't be here. Probably. I think, that, I don't know. He's he's always out and about, apparently. Man, on, he, man about town. I think he had like town. PFL or something tonight. I forget. Yeah, I think that's what it was. He just... Today's the only day that they can play their board game or something. Fucking nerd or something like that. They're, hey, hey, show it, show it, show it. It's respect. Their football D and D campaign. Yeah, their football D and D board game. <laughs> um, They're like, like you think you think fantasy football's bad because that's just pretending to be a manager of players that are actually playing the game. This is even worse because you're rolling the dice and playing D and D football. There is and an like actual you're, board You're making up too. teams and stuff. Yeah. And this has been going on for like 40 years. Or yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we had talked about it, what, like two or three weeks ago, right? Yeah. Maybe so, a little longer now? Yeah. I don't know. Every, everything seems like two or three weeks ago, when in reality, it may have been a month ago. Or a year ago. Or six. Who I, knows? I mean, look, I, apparently I've been slowly poisoning myself for the last two months. How? Um, huh? How have you been doing that? Uh, so at our wonderful Wegmans, there uh, are boxes of Nature's Bakery fig bars, big boxes full of like sixteen of them. Like it's a big full box on the end cap where they have the gluten free stuff. Apparently, oh, no. those boxes aren't gluten free. Are but they're with all the gluten free stuff. They're, but they're with all the gluten free stuff. And so I bought the I I bought my first six pack of pumpkin spice uh, Nature's nature's bakery fig bars that were straight up in the gluten-free section but i cannot find online that they are gluten-free i bought that in like mid-october and i was like these were good i'm gonna buy these big boxes that are right on the end cap and i bought bought a full box and ate it and then last time i went food shopping i bought another box and i ate one today and as i was like finishing it up actually what had happened was i for some reason, decided to look at the package and saw first ingredient whole wheat flour. I was like, fuck it. And I ate it. So it's like, I already have it. And I've, I ate like three, six of them yesterday, like three packs of them yesterday. So apparently, I mean, it was for a while. I was only doing like one every other day or every couple of days, like a package every couple of but days. You, so, like, you've just been slowly ruining your gut health. I've been slowly poisoning myself for the last two months, two to three months, apparently. Um, which might explain why I've been so depressed lately because of this. Because your belly hurt. My belly doesn't bother me, but I've been having severe acid reflux for the last year. So I thought you had narrowed that down to coffee. Uh, well, yes, I, but I also hadn't had any fig bars until yesterday and I was having issues yesterday and I was having issues today. So it might've been coffee. It might've been these, but also like. I don't know. Maybe it's 50-50. Who knows? Gut health sucks. I have an upper endoscopy in March. So, Ooh, that sounds uncomfortable. I, I mean, it's good. I mean, for, like, it's good. Like, hopefully you figure out, like... I've, it's fine. I've had it done before. They put you to sleep, and they put a camera down into your stomach and upper intestine, and they take biopsies and just make sure everything looks fine. Yeah, that just sounds like a bad time. Uh, you're asleep. Yeah, doesn't it? Don't you like wake up with like a sore throat and stuff? I didn't last time. Okay, so it's it's not like when you're intubated because I know like no, those people I, like I, when, no, when they wake the, up like th- their throats and stuff are sore. The, the camera is about the width of a pen. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a small camera. Like, maybe no thicker than, like, the width of a, an average pinky. Like, it's not a big camera. It's not, like, an intub... To be intubated... It's like a tube. Like, a fairly it's a large tube. full-on tube to make sure that your esophagus doesn't collapse. Yeah. Yeah, like, that... That is all the way around your esophagus. It's not to allow air in and out. Whereas this is just a camera that has to go in while you're still breathing. So it has to be small enough to where you can keep breathing. It's, it's fine. It shouldn't bother me. But it if sounds, it does... It sounds terrible. I mean, I'm, it's on a Thursday. So but I'm it, taking a Thursday and Friday off. And it's a free... Hey, it's, at least they aren't going the other direction to get there. I mean, look, I'm 35. In probably about 5, 10 years, that's going to have to happen. You're probably going to... You too. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, they, they don't have to stick a camera up there for that. I Well, I mean, that's what they do. They don't stick a camera into your stomach from there, uh, is what I no, mean. No, not into your stomach, but they do stick a camera up your b-hole. Or, they, you know, some of them just do the finger thing. No, they, like, there's, you should get a colonoscopy at least every X amount of years when you reach a certain age. Like, yeah. once every 10 years when you reach, like, 45, 50, or something like that. And they stick a camera up your b-hole. But, again, it's a, one of these small... It's not... It's 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 a small camera. Like it's not gonna be like a major. You don't know. Camera. It's it could be the size of a golf ball. You never had it done. Look, I do. You're right. I don't. But you have to. You have to clean out your system the entire day beforehand, which is not fun. It, exactly. You have to. You have That's to poop your brains out. And and then they come in with a softball and shove it up your butt. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, you you're, you're sitting there waiting for it to walk in with a softball, and you're just like, I have to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Look, there was already a softball up there. What did you do in your past? Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, what's on the agenda? On the agenda, we watched uh, Annihilation. Um, Cobb, I guess you got to play the new Prince of Persia game, which I'm looking forward to playing when I eventually get it. And I actually played um, Pal World, and we'll have discussions about both of those. Um, yeah, and, and we'll find out what the next book club is. We will. I have I have an idea, but I'm gonna once we get to I'm gonna run it by you since since this was your topic. I wanna I wanna pick your brain about the or the theme, I should say. I wanna pick your brain about the theme a little bit. I mean it's kind of, I look, here's here's the deal with with my themes, because since we started doing themes, I had these list of movies prior to us becoming doing the themes. And so I tried to figure out what they could go align with. No, I get that. And like but most that's of I wanna the, pick your brain and excuse me, see what your thoughts are Okay. on like a potential pick okay. for it. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. I'll probably just say yes. I know, but like it's one, you know, I, I want to like I want to get a second opinion essentially. Yeah. Uh, but w- since you picked it, what did you think of Annihilation? I, I will admit the movie started a little slow and I wasn't digging the music for it, like the just like the guitar like it gave me a little bit country music vibe music and so like i kind of got like a little setback and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna feel about this um but then after like basically after it got through once once you once uh you finally see oscar isaac for the first time and like it actually gets to the facility that's when like i was like oh this is interesting this is good and i really liked it and and i i enjoyed it like uh, uh, like I don't know what the under un, underhanded story is supposed to re- like what what like what it's supposed to re- if it's supposed to represent anything specific or it's just supposed to be just a normal story about aliens invading Earth. But um, it was 
it was good and it had some like cool concepts uh that like i i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot yeah i like the, the words jesus um i had mentioned when you picked it that i had watched this a couple of years ago yeah. um i watched it again though because i like i remembered like the gist of it but i didn't really remember the movie all that well yeah um i'd forgotten just how many like people were in this movie like this is basically a prequel to thor love and thunder yeah <laughs> pretty much pretty much yeah um but yeah it, it's weird having actually just read the book too how just incredibly different it is mm-hmm. and just in like not in not in the oh the the book cut things or the things were cut out from the book to the movie they are basically two totally different things yeah um like in the movie um everyone has names no one gets a name in the book Everyone is just referred to by like their their job position, like the biologist, the psychologist, like all, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there is none of that um, like flashback stuff to like their marriage, um, like all those scenes that you had with like Natalie Portman and Oscar, Oscar Isaac outside of of the the area. Um, yeah, none of that was there. Or the yeah. shimmer, whatever it is. Um the the bear attack was not there um everyone kind of disappears or dies in different ways um it does end up by the end of the book the only person left is the biologist um in this case though the biologist is much she's much more like emotionless in the book like and i think it's because the the book is written more as um her like diary or like medical logs almost so it's her um writing down things that have happened during the time in the the area. Yeah. Uh, But even things like in the movie, they call it the shimmer and it's like this secret thing that people don't know about Uh, in the books. It's called area X and it's just a known thing. People volunteer to go into it. Okay. So like Oscar Isaac's um, well, well, the biologist husband volunteered to go into it dies before the book even starts. And the book essentially starts with her going into area x mm-hmm. um and it it ends with her still there like she does not leave the area um there's no there's no light tower or, or lighthouse either they find an actual like under underground tower um but it does not have like a weird mimicking alien alien thing in it yeah so like she finds like a message there though and then decides to stay in area x because she believes her husband her her actual husband is still there somewhere yeah so yeah, just like wildly different, but like yeah, both of them I, really good. Wildly different, but also like it, it was it was modified well enough for movie viewers to give a, a a good conclusion. Like movie viewers going to this movie never having read the book would see this movie and be like, "What the hell is this?" Like if it it just ended with her still being there. Like at least this time, like you get like a conclusion. You get the fact that oh, like. The original Kane was dead, and that was the clone Kane that that went to their house and everything like that. Um, so, like, I I understand a lot of the changes or a good number of the changes. Also, like, given y- you need a little bit of action because, like, apparently they build this as a horror movie. I didn't see it very horror esque, but like, so it's like a monster ish the- movie. Like when you think about like like the alligator attack, the the weird yeah. bear all the sort of like tenseness they have whenever they're like investigating yeah. different places. There's that scene where they cut open the, the one guy's stomach and his like intestines are moving. 
Like, it's definitely got that, like, horror vibe to it, but it doesn't have any jump scares. Yeah, and that's, like, it's, that's a, it's a genre of horror that, like, I like to watch because it's not particularly scary, but it does have, like, those tones that I, that, like, I can manage and, and don't mind. Um, but, like, I, I think to make this, like, a true horror movie, they ha- had to add some of that stuff, like the bear attack and, like, a true ending and the, the creature at the end and, like, an actual, like, resolution to the shimmer as well. Yeah. Yeah, which, so the books are a trilogy. Mm-hmm. So there are two more books after this one. To my yeah. understanding, they don't necessarily, it's a trilogy, but they're they're also, like, almost separate. Like, they're, they're not written the same way. Or, like, yeah. necessarily following the same characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, the, the way the book is written would not have really worked as a movie. Like, having yeah. that clinical, emotionless narration, like, doesn't translate to a movie at all. Unless it's a documentary. Yeah. Um, having characters with no names, with no no backstories, with nothing to make the audience connect with them. Like, isn't going to land in a movie. And uh, Alex Garland, the, the director, had no intention of this be, being a trilogy. He he made it as a standalone film. So it yeah. needed that. It needed at least a conclusion, even if, like, frankly, that conclusion was very much a, oh, well, like, we could do a sequel if we wanted to. Yeah, and that's that's how it ended. Like, that's one thing about movies like this that really drive me nuts is, like, I want more. I want more out of this. I want to know, like... Because they, like, kind of hint at it that he's not actually Kane. And, like, well, did we, like, miss something? Is is she not actually... I can't remember Natalie Portman's character's name. Lena. Like, is she not... Yeah, is she not actually Lena now? Or so, is she, like... That, or, that's, the, that's the sort of up-in-the-air question. Because at the end, her eyes shimmer the same way his do. And we know yeah. that he isn't the real him. So yeah, and- the question is... Is that a clone of her, or did she just change on a biological level the way they were talking about? And it very much could be either, because we don't know what the clones do or don't know, um, or do or don't feel. And so maybe the clones have the full memories of their 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 uh, former selves, and she to- telling the story, she. Th- lied and said that the clones that the clone died when she actually wanted to die and be with her husband yeah and that's the that, yeah there's no way to know all we know is that the the shimmer did come down at the end yeah um the other thing though is like it doesn't seem like they do retain a whole lot of information when they like copy somebody because if you remember like when oscar isaac first showed up he seemed to not know what was going on and at the end there when she says are you the real Kane?" um he goes i don't think so Mm-hmm. So, like, he's not even sure if he's but real that, or not. That could also be the like. Uh, I mean, we're, I'm going to lean very hard into my hero academia. Uh, twice, his power is to duplicate himself, and the reason he has multiple personalities is because he couldn't remember if he was his original self or not when he cloned himself too many times and they broke. They they attacked each other. Like, uh, it could be something like that. It could be where. Maybe maybe he got cloned more than once, and at one point he's just like doesn't actually remember what's going on. Yeah, I mean that stuff like that is definitely possible. Um, I will say in the in the book, um, the the biologist she um 
in this tower, something happens to her and she basically gets infected with something mm-hmm. um, that it, it's kind of alluded like it's treated in a similar way as the um, like how they're talking about that. They're being changed on, at, on a DNA level because um, what they I don't think they never really go into this in the movie, but in the book, they've all had like subliminal messaging implanted in them that the psychologist controls like like basically like like key phrases that can make them do or not do certain things so if they were starting to um like say one of them like like started attacking the other one there's like a key word the psychologist can say that will make them all stop doing things Mm -hmm. or i think they even had one that would make them kill themselves if they thought that like everything it was like fucked yeah um but you find out early on after they find this underground tower thing, whatever infected uh, the biologist, those words are no longer impacting her. Um, and in fact, no one other than the psychologist even knew that those words existed. So when it first happened after she had been infected, she was kind of shocked to find out about that and had to pretend that things were still effe- inf- like um, impacting her. Okay. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah they, they definitely didn't touch on that. Um, that fucking bear, man. That was that a was, weird fucking bear. Because, like, it was screaming the way the woman it killed was screaming. Like, it was talking like her. Or had her voice in it. It was almost like a parrot or, like, a mockingbird where it could, like, like do the same sound as another creature after, after yeah. hearing it or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just, like, that was wild. That was so wild. I, I loved the thing. Like, I was like, this is the coolest creature in any sort of anything ever um it's it's freaky but it's so cool and i liked it i liked it a lot yeah i i did think that that was cool the and it's funny the the crocodile alligator whatever it was i guess alligator if it was because i think they're in the u.s um like that that was weird but it also just looked like a big alligator with too many teeth there wasn't anything really special about it and and they did say like the further out from the 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 lighthouse the more the less things are mutated, the more s- subtle it was. Right. And, and so, like, they kind of hinted that with, like, the flowers at that shack and, and yeah, with with the difference between the, uh, the, the crocodile or alligator and the bear. Like, the bear was missing half its face and its skull was actually... On the more, outside. <laughs> the skull was on the outside, but it was more deer-like than it was bear-like. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Like, it was just yeah. more narrow. Or like, or rat like maybe. Yeah, um, like I know what you mean. Yeah. Like it, it, it wasn't as kind of like filled out as you you think of a of a bear. It's like bears yeah. you think of like shorter snouts and more like squared, and it was yeah. like long and angular, like almost like a dog too. Yeah, or a wolf. I I do the one thing that was throwing me off, and maybe I missed this. Maybe I wasn't paying hundred percent attention when they did it, but everyone had the same tattoo. Yeah, there was a reason for that. Did I miss them explain that in the movie? I yeah, like, and I everyone, can't remember why everyone had the same tattoo. I, they explained it though. Yeah, I I don't know what it was. Like I was I was like, but like I I for the first hour I watched straight up was watching, and then the second hour I was watch working, but mostly watching, really just watching because I, all my work was done. Um, so like I don't I don't remember them even getting that tattoo. Um, I'm actually looking real quick. Annihilation. Oh, uh, maybe they didn't actually mention it. Why they had it, but yeah, they all had it. But yeah, because it was like a like an eight or something like that. Yeah, I thought it was mentioned. I must have just 
in my head, like subconsciously thought about it. Cause yeah, it, it, no one ever mentions it at all. It's just there. And it's not there the entire movie. Like she doesn't have it before entering the, uh, the shimmer. That's weird. Which also goes along with like the DNA changing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm reading like a subreddit and like people are saying that Anya, uh, Anya had it before they went into the shimmer. Yeah. I don't, I like no one, no one brought it up. No one brought it up. I remember watching, like, like seeing it a bunch, though, and I just, I think I just assumed they mentioned it, and that I was just forgetting it. But yeah, I, um, Lomax on Anya's arm when she meets Lena, and, uh, gives Lena the beer. Lena mentions a bruise on her arm in the canoe. Yeah, she didn't, oh no, you do see it when Lena sh- mentions the bruise. See so, yeah, the tattoo on the arm of the guy whose stomach's being cut open, you see the tattoo, same guy while in the pool, on his arm in the watchtower. Slight shape on Lena's arm as she searches for Shepard's body. More just and then it's, it's in all the groups. scenes when she's talking at the end. Yeah. Because she's wearing, like, the scrubs and her arm is just there. Maybe it has something to do with the, uh, with, with the, I don't know. Yeah, like, that was, that was, like, the most, the, I was like, why, why are there so many people with the same tattoo? And it's, it's a mystery see. to everybody. Ventriloquist bear. I'm, I'm on a looper now. I googled it. Uh, Lena's Ouroboros tattoo. Let's see what it says. No, don't say anything, phone. Uh, the interrogation scene, Lena has a tattoo on her arm is noticeably not there during her time in the Shimmer or beforehand. It's a tattoo of Ouroboros, an ancient symbol of a snake eating its own tail that represents the infinity circle of death and rebirth. As a potent symbol, uh, if you watch closely, you can spot the Ouroboros tattoo jump from person to person. It's that first glimpse on the arm of the corpse's that the team finds, then seen on Anya's arm, eventually rides Lena's arm all the way to the Shimmer. While normally an Ouroboros is drawn in a circle, here it's been twisted as a symbol of affinity as well, driving home the endless, endlessness of biological growth and decay uh, all the more. I guess maybe it wasn't on Lena before they went uh, went there. Somebody yeah, remembers no. seeing a tattoo on, on, not Lena, on Anya before they went into the, before they went in the Shimmer, but I guess maybe it wasn't. Who knows? Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't remember and, seeing any of them until after they were in. Yeah, yeah. So that was like, I don't know. It was weird. It was that was so weird to me. Yeah, but, but DNA was changing, right? Yeah, I, I, really. That's that's what it was. Poor Tessa Thompson, man. She gets turned into a plant person. Oh yeah, I'm just like <laughs> what? I'm like, all right. She walks in and just like becomes like the flower people. Yeah, she just starts turning into a plant as she's saying goodbye to Lena. And you can see her like growing plant out of her out of her arm, and I guess that was probably from the bear attack because she she was the only one who actually got hurt by the bear. So I think the bear something with the bear started turning her into plants. But also, like the whole world was kind of this. Well, I don't think it was the uh, bear. She had just like she, she basically said she like was giving up, like she just didn't want to fight it anymore. Yeah. Um. And the whole world, like it made me think of. Uh, the Last of Us, because like everything was like cordyceps, like the the friggin' mushroom uh stuff from from that uh from from fucking The Last of Us. Thank you. You're welcome. He was licking himself, and he just makes so much noise when he's licking himself, and he shouldn't be licking himself. Yeah, Ben does the same thing. Yeah, and it's always like his paw. Like he'll just sit there and lick his paw for like twenty minutes. Yeah, uh, I've I've pet him at times after he's like in his paw where his entire like front leg is just soaked. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. Freaking dogs. 
They're so annoying. They're so dumb. Uh, but yeah, I th- I thought this was a really good movie. I was it was very enjoyable. Um, I yeah I I'm happy I finally got to watch it because it was that this is a movie that came out forever ago that I was actually supposed to go see with my ex and we never actually got to go see it. That's how long ago it came out. It was 2017 ish, and I think that I think yeah that's around when yeah I was like 2017 2018 yeah and so like that's around when we when I was uh. When we we were supposed to go see it, see it together, and we just never got a chance to. Yeah, and you, you, honestly, this is one of those movies I don't know that I would have cared to see this in the theater. No, no, just it, like I don't know. I it's just one of those like kind of heavier movies. I'd rather watch it at home, where like can you know pause it, get a drink, that, like that sort of thing. Well, I, I'm I'm fine with sitting through. I sitting and watching a movie for. Two hours. It was under. It was just about two hours. It wasn't long. So. Oh yeah, like it, it doesn't have anything to do with how long it was. It's more just like it was one of those movies where you, if you miss something, you potentially actually miss a lot. Yeah. Because nothing is really spelled out for you. Yeah. I, yeah. I can get that. But either way, like I liked it the second time. Um. Even like I liked it the first time. Yeah. Um, and it, it's nice to see that like the movie actually stands alone really well compared to the book. Because in a lot of cases, like, those adaptions, there's always, like, major complaints. Like, oh, well, the book did it better, and they, they cut all this stuff out. And, yeah, they cut a lot of stuff out, but I don't think necessarily either one of them is better because of content they had or didn't have. Because yeah. they do kind of tell two different stories. Sometimes stuff just has to be cut for time. It's as simple as that. Yeah, but it's just sometimes they do that, and they do it poorly. <laughs> yeah. Like, they cut things that they shouldn't cut and then just make up other things to add in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're still at you Jurassic park. What? I said, we're looking at you Jurassic park. Ah, Jurassic park's fine. I know. Um, anything else you want to say about the movie though? No, no, it was a good choice. It was a good pick. Whoever picked <laughs> this movie did good, did a good job. Your first good pick in three years. Good job. Oh, shut up. It's <laughs> not my first good pick in three years. So next book club, uh, so the the topic is aliens or extra dimensional, right? Yes. So in your mind, is it like extra dimensional creatures or just extra dimensional? Like it just has to have like multiple dimensions in it. You could technically argue extra dimensional creatures as in our aliens. Um, the so aliens like, are like extraterrestrial. Yeah, but like, aliens are anything not native. That's fair. Uh, so, like, and if it's not native to this dimension, it's an it's a extra dimensional alien. Um, so I I yes, like either works. All right. So what I want to pick is across the Spider Verse. <laughs> it's extra you know, dimensional. They travel it, between dimensions. It is. Hmm. Uh, see, I think that's a little. Uh, I, I'll, I'll if that's if that's what you want to make your pick. I'll say go. Let's do it. This is a great movie. Is the first it. one or the second? Oh, the second one. Yeah, the the new yeah. one. I haven't seen the new one. Which I've also heard is really good. I also haven't seen it. And they do. Yeah, they do jump from universe to universe and stuff like that. Yeah, so this isn't like the first one where it's just like. I, and even the first one is technically extra dimensional aliens. In by your theory, because a bunch I, of people come into Miles's world from a different world. Yeah, technically, it's also action. I was, it, but I was going to argue like the first, the first one doesn't quite fit the category. The second one does because it's because it's it all takes place in our realm and dimension, I guess. So like this one takes place outworld, 
Yeah, like it, like they actually go into like a hub world between dimensions at one point. Yeah, so uh, that 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 makes that works more. Okay. Yes, and it's on Netflix also. Yeah. So no no paying required. That's fine. That's yeah, it, a good thing I didn't cancel my Netflix yet. Yeah, it's one of those movies where like I've wanted to watch it since last summer and just haven't gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. So now I have an excuse to. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, and, in two weeks we will watch Across the Spider Verse. And Drew, we expect your book report on Annihilation next week. You know, to, there's a chance he might have watched it. Oh no, you know what? It wasn't free, so he probably didn't since he knew he wasn't going to be here. Yeah. I but still he, expect it next he week. does at least usually watch this stuff if uh it, even if he's not here. I know. I know. I'm just Which just is more than him. I would do. I'm just I'm just teasing him. Just teasing him. Uh I was about to ask you, know, you how Power World is, but no, the next thing is Prince of Persia. Yeah. Fuck your Pokemon with guns. We'll, we'll talk about that. Talk about that. <laughs> Go ahead and print to Prince of Persia. Yeah, so Prince of Persia, the the Lost Crown came mm-hmm. out last week. Um I like it. It's fun. Um I think you would probably have a better time with it than I will. Oh yeah. I, I everything I've been seeing about it is very Metroidvania esque and things like that, and I'm so stoked about it. Uh, I have not played the demo yet. I know there's a demo available on Epic. Uh, one of the main reasons I haven't played it is just because it's only on Epic. Uh, or and Switch. Console. Yeah, well, Epic or console. Epic or Switch. And I'm just like, I don't really feel like buying a game on Epic right now. Um, I actually didn't plus, realize it was Epic. Cause it, no, it's Ubisoft. So it's on the Ubisoft store, which is even worse. Um, well, yeah, but... Um, or does Epic and Ubisoft have some sort of deal? I guess Epic and Ubisoft has some sort of deal because it's it's on Epic. It's not on Steam is what it is, though. Like, yeah. It's um, not on Steam. But yeah, I, I picked it up for Switch. Mm-hmm. And like it actually it plays really well on Switch. It looks good. Um, I'm, I am still early enough in it because um, I only got to play it um, for a few hours. I haven't unlocked any of like the fun stuff yet. So like I don't yeah. I don't have like a double jump or a dash or ranged attacks or any of that stuff. I'm actually trying to I'm I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to be finding the guy with the bow and arrow to learn how to shoot the bow and arrow. Yeah. Uh, because there is a um, there's a thing I have to hit that's out of reach. And after talking with the other person that like showed up at that same spot, they're like, oh, we need such and such to be able to, to hit that because neither of us can do it, even though I can jump 300 feet in the air and disappear anytime that you actually need help. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's neat. So you're kind of you're a you are not the Prince of Persia in this yeah. one. Uh, you are a member of like a band of like elite warriors that are called the Immortals. And yeah. uh, the Prince of Persia is kidnapped by somebody that I don't know if they were a member of your group or if they were just like a like a palace soldier sort of thing, like a like a general or something. But she she's working with somebody else and they kidnap the prince and take him to this mountain to do some sort of uh, ritual. And your group follows them there and then immediately splits up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the, the other group has just left a lot of, you know, guards and stuff around that, you, that you're fighting. Um, as you explore, there's some like weird enemies that you that pop up from time to time, too. And there's a uh, there's something weird going on with like time and space. Like there's shit that's just floating in the background and the characters make reference to that. Um some of the things that you hit to kind of unlock new areas actually seem to be reversing time because it's like rebuilding like broken statues and stuff like that to make the jumping platforms. Yeah. Um, combat is, I am bad at the combat, but the combat is very good. Um, it's the, 
it's the uh like dash in parry at the right time but also be ready to roll away or jump over enemies depending on what sort of attack they're about to do you're Um, bad at you're bad at most combats i'm good at some combats I, I don't know a game that's had good combat that you talk, that you praise. The co- you tend to Spider-Man. complain about games that all have bad combat. Or you tend to Spider-Man. say all games have bad combat. Look, Spider-Man does have great combat. I know. I say uh, Monster Hunter has bad combat. I say most games have fine combat that I'm just bad at. You say Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild, and Tears of the Kingdom has bad combat. Oh, I mean, the combat's just not fun. Like, it's, it's bad. Like, weapon degradation is bad. <laughs> That's not combat. That's part of combat. When yeah, your sword it, just fucking randomly breaks in the middle of combat, that is bad. That's that's not combat, though. Like, that's... But, but also, again, we've had this argument many times. I never ran into a situation where my weapon breaking meant that I didn't have any weapons. I, I did in K- Tears of the Kingdom constantly. That's part of the reason why I just stopped fucking playing it. Well, Tears of the Kingdom, I, I haven't played Tears of the Kingdom, but Tears of the Kingdom is a completely different game where they don't want you to rely on actually using your weapons in that one. They want you to rely on the whole crafting system and things like that. But, like, you can't craft things to fight just everybody. You can make fucking robots, dude. <laughs> you have to play a lot of that game to be able to make those robots, and even then, it's not easy to do. Like to get the just to get the batteries alone, you have to be able to like have weapons to fight creatures in the dark. But mm-hmm. I'll talk about that game. I didn't like that game. Um, I actually I like Prince of Persia. Um, it's just one of those where the a lot of the enemies have like you know like four or five different attacks that they'll do. Um, the bigger enemies at least, like the trash enemies are are they're fine. Um, and it's sometimes it's just hard to read what they're doing because they tell you early on if it's if it's a very common if it's a red attack you can't parry it you have to just get the fuck out of the way which is totally mm-hmm. fine though those are telegraphed really well um but there's there are other attacks that they say when they glow yellow um if you parry it you'll do like 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 a stun attack basically yeah and i parry a lot of fucking things that have yellow glows to them and nothing happens it's, it seems it's like- I've I've read video or not I've read videos I've watched videos. Uh, it is a timing thing. It's like it's specific timing when they do that glow to get that special attack. Well, they didn't explain that real well in the tutorial. They just said parry when this happens, and you'll get like this special like knockback attack or whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, like the parrying really isn't hard to do. Um, the worst thing is is like the people that have like the very long windups, like timing those correctly. Because sometimes yeah. you just don't realize how long it's going to take an enemy to actually wind up their attack. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a few of them, they'll do attacks where they come at you and you think it's their, like, charge attack. And then, so you go to jump over them because there's no place for you to roll. And it turns out they're actually doing their thrust forward and then slash above them attack. And because you don't have um, you don't have a double jump or anything to start, there's no way to get by that. You just you take the hit and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Um. The game does, it, it has that classic, like, Metroidvania, like, um, there are save rooms, and and the save rooms also heal you, but every time you leave a room, the enemies respawn, so you can't really rely on, like, taking down, a, like, a stronger enemy, running back to the save room, healing, and then going back through. You just have to, like, soldier on and hope that you find another save room, like, shortly after, because um, you, you get one potion to start. Like, you can only carry one potion. They refill at the save spots. Um, and 
you do get a currency that you can use to buy upgrades to potions that will give you more health with the potions and that um, will let you carry more of them. But you, it's actually, it's at least early on, it's a lot of that currency to get that. And I just haven't even gotten to that much currency yet. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else is kind of going on where I'm at so far. Um, the platforming is really, is actually pretty good. Um, few things don't feel great. Like if you're um, like doing wall jumps and stuff like that are, are, is really nice. Like just like the normal platforming, but there are some sections where there's little um, like handholds on the walls that you're supposed to use to like jump like vertically. And I don't know about you, but I kind of just habitually like hold up and stuff like that on those things. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you're not holding up, you're not necessarily going to go up. You might just let go of things because every game tends to handle those things slightly differently. Yeah. Um. This game just doesn't always recognize that I'm pushing up. Sometimes, like maybe I'm maybe it's skewed just a little bit to the left. Um. Not enough to actually be left, but you know, just not quite directly up. And he'll just jump horizontally away from the wall instead of going vertically. Can you and not use to- the D-pad in this game? No, because the D-pad does other things. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Usually, si- usually side scrollers allow allow movement for both D-pad and control stick, and I te- have a tendency of using the D-pad for side scrollers. Um, I don't. So I wouldn't. I don't like the D-pad on the Switch, so I wouldn't have even thought to do that. But the D-pad, um, you might be able to configure it to do other stuff depending on like. I, so I, like, I don't know how many buttons you actually need for the game so far because I don't have to use all of them yet. But uh, right now, I want to say it's like up on the D-pad is use a potion and down lets you do a um, it's not a screen capture in the sense of like saving it to the switch, but it yeah. does it. It does like a little screen capture of the of the area you're at and then tags it on the map for you. Yeah. So if you're in a room and you find something that you can't get to yet, that obviously you'll be able to get to later. You're supposed to do that so that you can then look at the map and like hover over it and see what that room was. And be like, oh, I can go back there and, and hop up to that chest right now or something. Which I like that because there's a lot of times in Metroidvania style games where it's like, oh, this room hasn't been cleared. What is it? And then you run back. It's like, oh, I can't do that yet because I don't have the ability. And I just spent the last 20 minutes getting back here. And now I have to just leave. Exactly. So I, I, I like that feature. I, I heard about that feature for that game. And I'm just like, this is... This is a good feature for this style of game. Yeah, I I actually think it's actually really cool cuz like even in um in like Metroid Dread, which it it feels a lot like Metroid Dread over some of the other Metroidvanias I've kind of like touched a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um I also think it has a bit of a Dead Cells vibe, which I, I told Drew I'm like like the the combat and stuff reminds me a little bit more of Dead Cells than like uh Metroid. Mostly especially because it's like melee weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but like in Metroid Dread, for instance, there are a few power-ups that they're just obnoxious to get even after you have the ability to get them. Like some of those ones where you're supposed to use the um the dash spark thing to like a shine spark, that's what it's called. To like charge it up and then jump and then hit it, but then also turn into a ball to like get underneath the thing after you destroy the blocks. Like that is just so obnoxious for five more missiles that yeah. I don't want to run back to a room that's just showing that there's still something there and find out that's what it is. Cause like you said, like some of these games, it's not quick to get back to these places. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to look at the map and be like, okay, well, what was that? Oh, I'm not even going to fucking bother. Like that is going to take so long to actually accomplish. It's not worth it. And then just move on 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I have hit hit an area in the game where I'm a little I'm a little too far away from the closest save spot that I can get to right now. Um, so dying is actually a huge fucking hindrance. And the area has hidden enemies. They're like these rat creatures that cling to like ceilings and stuff like that, but you can't see them. So occasionally they just fall down and they start spitting acid at you that poisons you. So not only are they spitting at you from so they can hit you from a distance. They're also just slowly chipping your health down. Um, and that whole area was just a nightmare. And I'm pretty sure it's the area I have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wouldn't be bad if it, cause you can't parry the, the fucking spit. Like it's fucking acid spit. <laughs> yeah. Or at least if you can, the, the parry window is so fucking small. I will never hit it. <laughs> gen, gen, you, most likely you'll get an ability later on in the game that allows you to parry or block yeah. a ranged attack like that. Well, so I, you can block arrows early on. Like I, I, I block those all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, because it's like a poison liquid, I guess you can't, but it's one of those. So you have these rat creatures, you have these weird bees that spawn out of nests that you, that it takes quite a while to, to take the nest down and they're always on the ceiling. So you can't get too many hits in at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also waterfalls of like acid raining from the sky. So like this yeah. whole area is just, this should not be the second area of the game. Like, this should be, like, the fourth area of the game after you have at least one power-up. You might be there too early. I might be, but looking at the map, there's nowhere else I can go. Um, and they don't tell you where to go to find the guy. There's always somewhere else to go. Like, there, there might be. Well, I've, retra- I've retraced all the zones I can go through a couple times looking for stuff. Mm-hmm. And everything... So the map, it's a really good map. I'll give them that. Um... If you get to like doorways that aren't open, it actually shows you like what side they would open from. Yeah. So there's like a little arrow, like like swoopy arrow. So you're like, oh, okay, so both of these doors open into these rooms. So I have to get to them from the other side to be able to open them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it it does a lot of good stuff. Like, like, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. Like quality of life, I guess would be the best word. Like it, it makes it, so that a person who's not used to these games at least has like a fighting chance to like not just be completely frustrated and give up right away. Yeah. It's like Metroid games, like if you're not used to them, you're just you're going to quit because like once you get stuck and can't figure out where to go because they don't really hold your hand. Yeah, uh, which I'm good. I, I, I don't mind. <laughs> I don't yeah. mind if a game doesn't hold your hand. It holds your hand by giving you a map. All right. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, like we are just saying, like, the Metroid maps, like, they don't really specify anything on them. They're really just a bunch of squares. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes you have to just go back to all of them until you can find one that, like, oh, here's, like, a little gap that I didn't notice before. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's all squares, but it'll be, like, here's here's a map, and this color means that it's clear. This color means that it isn't. And so it's like, all right, well, at least you know you only have to go to the ones that are, aren't cleared to figure it out. And that's usually how a lot of metroidvania maps are it'll it'll be like this this room's cleared so you don't have to come back here but these rooms aren't so go to there yeah so that's not these ones aren't colored or anything like that because it's not like a grid map the way uh the way metroid usually is Mm -hmm. but it just it does just have other useful stuff and because you can do those little pictures of things as you're playing it it helps because you're kind of you're marking that stuff on your own um yeah i do wish they they told you that a little bit earlier because you do kind of, you pass through some rooms before they, they tell you that. And I feel like I, there were some things that I definitely would have marked like that had I known it at the start. 
Yeah. Um, which you know, that's that's just that tutorials like like they they misplace that tutorial. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, it, I'm having a good time with it. I'm I'm definitely yeah. going to keep playing more. I don't know that I'll play the whole thing because I just feel like at some point it's one of those games where five ten hours I'll probably feel like I've gotten my play out of it, even if I haven't made a lot of progress in it. I don't, I don't, I don't get you. I don't get you. How are you? How would you not feel compelled to beat the game? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. Like, once I stop having fun, though, I'm not compelled to keep playing. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but like, I, I've never. I mean, we. This isn't 100 percent true. This isn't 100 percent false. I've never gotten to a point where I wasn't having fun with a game. We've gotten to points where games have frustrated me. I've gotten to points where, like, I was ready for it to be over. But when it comes to playing the game, I've never gotten to a point where I'm not fun. I'm not having fun while playing the game. That I just want it to be over. I, you know, where I stop playing. I guess it's more like it's not so much I'm not having fun while playing it, but like if I'm not looking forward to playing it. I'm like I'm just not going to like I'm going to find something else to do. I, I but if you haven't beaten it, man, what if you get to a what? What if you just haven't gotten to the point where it's like, oh, now now this is, gets like amazing. But if I play like, ten hours of a game that's only that's twenty hours long, I've played half of it. If 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 it hasn't gripped me at that point, like I'm I'm not going to keep dumping time into it. As long as I feel like I've gotten my money's worth of it, I'm happy. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get you. I don't get it. I don't get you like you force yourself to finish games even when you're not having a great time with them. But again, like it's never been it, it, like we'll, we'll put Baldur's Gate for an example. I've had some frustrating sessions playing Baldur's Gate and there are some times that that game absolutely frustrates me with some of the dice rolls and some of the stupid bullshit that I encounter. It's not that I'm not having fun. It's just that I it, it, that was that situation. That scenario was dumb and the 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 kind of gamer I am, I don't like take advantage of certain fe- I don't I don't save scum. I don't sit there and save every 30 seconds. Like I'm I'm not somebody to do that. If this game had if Baldur's Gate had a better autosave feature, oh man, it would be it would it would be more deserving of game of the year. But because Baldur's Gate has such a bad autosave feature, it really it it it, it knocks it down a few pegs because like it's modern day gaming. Why am I not auto saving when I use fast travel? Like I'm traveling from one side of the map to the other. Why aren't you saving for me? Like, I mean, what's that's, going on. That is a valid complaint. Um, but like, I I also don't. I'm not a completionist either. Like, I don't need to do everything a hundred percent to have a good time with it. But but you're not beating the game. I'm not saying you have to hundred percent it. I'm just saying you, you haven't beaten the game. How do, you, how do you how do you how do you stop ten hours in and not beat the game? Like that's that's my thing. Like how do you not beat well, the game? So like the same reason why I don't play from software games. I'm not playing a game to be frustrated. If I'm getting frustrated at a game, it means I'm not having fun with it. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, look, I I get that, but at the same time, like there's there's it, 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 between from software and say Monster Hunter, where it's like, oh man, you're. Like for me, I get that sense of accomplishment when I do complete that situation, that scenario that I haven't been able to do. But I like, like, like I, I, I like, I feel like oh, I have to do this now because it keeps besting me. I have to do this. But when it comes to like, because it also makes me feel like I got better. It's the other thing. Like I can't get Which, good at yeah. many other things in this world. 
I can't get good at things. I can't get good at jogging. I have fucked up 70-year-old ankles. I can't get good at stuff, but I can get good at a video game. That's why I don't play a lot. I, I've, I've stopped playing as much, like, PvP stuff, because, like, I can't get that good. But I can get good at PvE stuff. I can get good at things that are hard. I can keep practicing and, and reading stuff. But, like, this this is different, because, like, you're the, the thought that, like, and I know this is all hypothetical, you might not get bored in 10 hours, but the thought that 10 hours in, you're halfway through the game, and you're just like, all right, well... I'm done. That is just that 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 blows my mind because like I see it as ten hours in. I'm like, well, I gotta beat it now because I've put ten hours into this game. I gotta beat this game. I gotta finish it. Yeah, like I don't. So I don't get that sense of accomplishment. Like, yeah, sure. Like it's cool. Like when you when you do the thing that was really hard to do. But if I'm just getting frustrated at it and not enjoying doing that, I'm not gonna waste my time and keep doing it over and over again until I but do I'm, finally I'm do not- it. I'm not talking frustration, Cobb. I'm talking just you sitting here saying, I'll probably play it for 10 hours and then stop. Like, that's that's where well, I'm, well, I'm, my well, mind is blown. That's based off of the fact that I'm dying a lot. Eventually, I'm going to get to a point where that's just frustrating and I'm not having fun with it anymore. So even, like, within the first two hours, you're dying a lot yeah. in this game? Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta just get good. Well, so it's it's a lot of like I'm just taking chances, like I'm I'm like trying things out, and a lot of the deaths are my own fault. So like it's not frustrating me, but like I can see this combat and some of like the boss fights are going to be challenging. And if it gets to a point where like you have to do some stupid shit, like um in Souls games, I'm not going to want to keep playing that. So like I will just be like, all right, I've got my fill of this game. Like I'm going to play something else that isn't frustrating. Because I'm playing I, games to have fun. I'm not playing games to get good or to prove anything. That's the reason why I don't like playing multiplayer games. Doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Everyone plays for different reasons. You play for the wrong reason. It, and it's like, I so you get that sense of accomplishment from like beating bosses. I get that playing like platformers. Like, I, I will sit there on like a challenging platform like a Celeste or Super Meat Boy. And even if I don't play them consistently, I'll keep going back to them. I'm playing those levels over and over and over again until I do get through them. Unless mm. I get to one where like I literally just don't have the um like the the reflexes to be able to pull off certain things. Like Celeste's um seaside levels. I just I don't have the reflexes to do the shit in those levels because they're basically like the um like the Super Mario Kaizo stuff. Like the amount of like weird just manipulation shit you have to do to pull off some of the jumps. I I, someone would have to actually sit down and teach me, and even then, I don't know that I could actually do it. Um, but when it's like the standard ones that are just super difficult, I'll I'll spend hours trying to figure those out until I get them. But mm-hmm. if it's like dying against a boss and then having to go redo that whole fight again, now nah, I'm good. I'd rather just play something else. But then you finally beat the boss, and then and there's just like, another boss, and you're like, I did it, and oh my god, I did it, and I got I got good. Yeah, I don't get and that. I, I don't get that feeling at all. I, there's no real accomplishment for beating bosses for me. That's weird. Like, it's cool at the moment, but then, like, there's just another boss that comes after that. Yeah, but, I mean, that's 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 life. There's always another boss. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. But, yeah, like, th- again, like, that's half the reason why I don't enjoy games like the, the From Software games, just because those games are just basically boss rushes, right? Like, no, I mean, not stuff no, in be- no. There is stuff in between, but, like, what everyone, like, talks about in those games are the bosses. No one talks about, like, the stuff in between them. I mean, I'd say yes for, like, for instance, for Elden Ring, that's really all people talked about were the bosses. I, but also Elden Ring had, like, had this huge empty world. 
which that's was true. really the the biggest I, bummer. Like Elden Ring's world was huge, and there were a lot of bosses in that game. But between bosses, there was nothing. Whereas, like in any of the other Souls games, there are situations. It's 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 like because it's level based. It's like oh, you go from one level to the next, from one area to the next, and it's like it, it's. Get, like you, you talk about Bloodborne and just the very beginning of the game, the uh, the the what's it called, the the um, the bonfire, and it's like that. That is that is like a tough scenario, and a lot of people get stuck in just that beginning portion of the game at the bonfire because yeah, you I mean, don't actually playing. You don't actually unlock the ability to level up until you get to the first boss. So you have to go through all of that, even dying a bunch of times. But like. Like everyone remembers the bonfire. Like I remember the bonfire. I remember some of the other game more so than I remember like the actual bosses. But it's funny because like when I hear people talk about like Bloodborne on like podcasts and stuff, they don't talk about the bonfire section. They talk about bosses. I, it's also been a long time since I played Bloodborne, so I don't That's remember fair. a lot of it. Um, but yeah, like I remember that bonfire. I, I I tried Bloodborne. I think I I got up to that bonfire like five or six times made no progress i'm like cool this isn't much like most of these games this isn't for me and yeah and i did say, i tried dark souls 3 i'm just like i wonder if this one's any any different and i that game literally the first thing you do is fight a boss and i think i tried it maybe 10 times i got it i got it to the second form once um but was almost dead when i got it to the second form and i'm just like all right yeah they're, they're these just aren't for me and i just i kind of stopped there you just gotta get good I just it's one of those things where like 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 we were just saying I don't have like a sense of accomplishment when I do beat them so I don't have that drive to keep doing it I just find it boring after like three or four tries like I I don't enjoy doing the same thing over and over but you like speed running I like watching speed running you've you've attempted you've attempted speed running for Super Mario World yeah but I just love Super Mario World so anything that makes that game a little bit different I'm gonna do because again I I like platformers I don't like I don't like these games where like you just have to redo the same thing over and over to get to the next thing. I know in Mario World, I can play it six different ways and always progress. I'm never going to get stuck on a Mario level. But every time you play it, you're doing the same thing as you did Not, last time. No, I usually do, uh, do weird like, stuff. But like it's you're still playing one of six ways. It's over and over again, the same thing. Yeah, but I'm changing it up each time. It's not the literal same boss fight every single time. Sometimes I fight the first boss. Sometimes oh. I don't. It's not always the literal same boss fight every time. Sometimes they decide to wait until uh, you're halfway into their 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 uh, health bar to use an ultimate move. Sometimes they do it right off the back. Sometimes they decide to do a move they haven't done to you for the first <laughs> 25 times, and then they do it to you, and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then they always do it to you after that, and that's a move you don't know how to beat. It's not always the same thing. I don't know. I just I get no actual sense of accomplishment from those games. All I get is frustrated and don't want to play them. Man, man, just get good. I don't, I don't want to. Oh, you don't. I'm not telling you to want to. I'm just telling you you should. Like, it's just funny. Like, I, I don't mind having to redo bosses in like RPGs and stuff like that, like like tactics games or like like turn based stuff. Because it's like, okay, I I fucked up. Like, I made a mistake somewhere. Either I skipped a bunch of stuff and I'm I'm under leveled for this fight, or there's just like I missed something. Like like yeah. there's an attack that they're weak to. Like. There's something that I just to go back, redo the fight, rethink it, and and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, with like game like games where it's like just giant monsters that you just have to slowly fight over and over again until you like you you catch a break. 
Like that's, I, I just have no fun with that. I don't want to, I don't want a two hour boss fight. I will say it's just speed running. I just thought this one was stupid and funny. Um, there's an Elden Ring speed run. That's the world record is two minutes. Um, it's not your, it's not, it's not one that you would enjoy, but it's, um, they basically just, there's some sort of weird bug where if you do what, if you like move a certain way on like a, like literally on a breath frame, like, cause like, you know, if you're standing still, you can see your character kind of breathing a little bit. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you position yourself right and move right at on the right frame of a breath, um, you do this like catapult of your character, like across the world. Mm -hmm. So some of them will just literally zip you across the room. But if you do a certain type of one that involves two movements, it literally throws you to the other side of the map and way into the sky. Um, so what ends up happening is it does that and then it'll despawn the boss that you're, you're fighting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I, I literally, it, it actually took, it took the guy 20 minutes, but it's because it's one of those ones where it's, it's not consistent to get it. So like the world record is literally just somebody doing it over and over again until they, they literally hit every one of these perfectly to get the two minute and some odd seconds. Yeah. Um, but like, I forget. So there's a boss that looks like, um, like a giant anime monster with like long hair and it's like a giant wolf looking thing. Um, I don't remember what it was called. It had two phases. Um, I know most of them do, so that doesn't help, but it was basically like they go, they, they, they get there by doing this, this one zoom. And it spawns the bo the boss for the first phase. They zoom away from it, and it actually um, despawns the room, so the boss just falls to its death uh, because there's nothing below it anymore. So it literally just falls off the map. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's fallen off the map, though, it can't resurrect for its second form. So they actually have to do the the little zip thing again to right outside of the boss's like um, door to like walk through the mist, and then you walk through the mist. It triggers the cutscene for phase two. And then they have, like, if they're lucky, like, eight seconds before the boss attacks them to do another zip that keeps them in the room, but puts them on a ledge just out of reach. And then once they're there, they kind of have as much time as they need to do one more of these super zips that um that despawns the, the arena the boss is in and kills it. <laughs> That's dumb. And it's probably Malekith, I think. One of the last um, few bosses. That That sounds right, I think. It was, it was it in like a big coliseum. Yeah, there were like big pillars and stuff like that, and there was like a yeah. like a, like a gap kind of around like the edge of it. Yeah, it's like the second or third to last boss. His name is Malekith. Yeah, it it was just one of those. It's like that's really dumb. It's it's incredible that somebody figured this out. Yeah, but like because and because it's not just like they can just do it anywhere and have it happen. They have to position themselves just right so that when they get flung they get flung in the right direction onto the right thing. Otherwise, like when they have to do it to get outside the boss room, like if they're not positioned right, they're not going to end up outside the door. They're just going to waste time having to get back there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's so, it was so stupid, but also it was just like, that's incredible. That's incredible yeah. that you figured that out. And the guy, because he had nothing, like he, there were no upgrades. He had basically no health. If the boss basically breathed on him, he, it was a one hit kill. Yep. Um. So he's like, I can't fight him. Like, I could try it. It would take three hours to beat him. Um, I've beaten him like with very little resources before. It's possible, but like that's not a speed run. <laughs> yeah. So every time the boss, like every time he didn't get it right, um, he would try and kite the boss away and then run back over and try and try and hit it again. But the boss kept doing a run instead of a slow walk. And he's like, 
there's like a 50-50 chance that he'll slow walk back to me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, every try, he has run back at me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, man, that sucks. That's <laughs> stupid. It's yeah. stupid. It's just like, it's one of those like, man, to, to like have sat there for that long with that game and figured that out, that's incredible. Inc- yeah. That's incredible that you guys like figured out that if, if you hit something just right while your character is breathing, it zips you away. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's so exact, they use a metronome. So That's like ridiculous. every time he's getting set up for it, he turns a metronome on. So so he has the like click, 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 click to uh to time it too. I hate it. I hate it. Just it play great. the game. Just play the game. They have. That's the thing. Well, then play something new. Play something they else. Do. There's a million games out there. Play something else. Then why are you getting mad at me for get for being done with the game after ten hours? Because they beat a the million game, games. So play something else. See, you the, didn't beat the game. That's the thing. They're spending the extra time that I'm not. I'm I'm not getting mad at you for not for for only playing a game for ten hours. I'm getting mad at you for not beating the game. That's what I'm getting mad at you. Ah, you don't have to beat a game. Yeah, you do. You don't. You, you games are meant to be fun. If you're not having fun, move on. That's the story. Like, there's a story there. You gotta you gotta conclude the story. I can just Google it. That's 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 cheating. Is it? It is. Come on now. I mean, to be fair, normally if I if I like drop a game, I don't actually Google the story either because usually yeah. if I drop it, I'm like, eh, you know what? This, this I was disinterested enough that like I didn't even want to see the story through because some g- games will do that sometimes. Like the story will be enough where I'm like, I really like like the story of this. Like I do want to see what's going on. Um, like honestly, like The Last of Us kind of gets that way because those games just kind of drag on for a little too long, especially the second one. Mm-hmm. Um. Had like that story not been compelling, I don't know that I would have kept doing it because it did get kind of samey at a certain point. Yeah. Um, but like the story was really good. So I'm like, no, I'm just going to keep playing and, and see how the story like wraps up. Mm-hmm. Um, if it had not been a good story, I've been like, okay, I've, I've killed enough things with plants growing out of their skulls. Like I, I get, I get the idea of the game. We're good. Yeah. Um, but do you want to talk about Pokemon with guns? Sure. Uh, quick, quick correction here, everyone. Every like, so, Power World. It uh, the the early access open um, uh, release was last week, um, and it's just going to be an early access for a long time. It, it's definitely uh, they call it a beta. I I think it's still alpha. Like I, I thought, think it was early access. Are they calling it beta? It, well, it's early access, but it's the beta version. Like. But I, I think it, I think it's, I don't think it's beta. I think it's alpha. Like, I think it's still an alpha state. And we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I think, and I tweeted this earlier, I think we should stop comparing this to Pokemon with guns. Because although, in a sense, you are correct. It is a broad, open world game where you're c- catching things in, in, in Pokeball-esque things and throwing them out there and fighting them fighting other creatures and catching more and them and you can have guns. Uh, y- it's actually more arc with Pokemon. So arc survival evolved or um, what's the remake master called? I've, I never played any of those. I have no idea. I can't I know the, the, rema- talking about. The, the remaster recently just came out, but the arc games is an open world survi- survival game crafting where instead of where, where, where you're, you're taming dinosaurs and you can eventually craft guns and you can some of the dinosaurs you can actually equip like a turret onto them and stuff like that uh so this game 100 percent is arc but instead of dinosaurs it's pokemon that's what this game is 
There is no actual like running storyline at the moment. Who knows if there's going to be one. There are boss towers like in Ark where you go and you, you challenge a boss and you fight the boss and you get a reward for challenging that boss. The only difference is in Ark you have to go get certain artifacts to be able to challenge that boss. This you just get to the tower and you challenge the boss. Eventually you'll um, get badges. Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> you'll get badges i i like but who knows um the game as a whole needs all needs some work it's, i'm not gonna say a lot of work but it needs some work it is it is enjoyable if you are into the survival crafting style games like these this is up your alley but it needs some work because it is it's very grindy just like arc you need a lot of materials to be able to do certain crafting. You your your weight carry capacity is obnoxiously low. So that's where actually Ark achieves better because you, you you your dinos that you have following you, you can give them the things that you're carrying and so that this way they can carry stuff for you and you're not limited whereas in this game it's only you carrying shit. So if you need stone or wood or whatever, you need to be able to have the carry capacity to carry all that. However, there are ways for your pals to be able to always be making stone and wood in your base when you're not there. So that should like balance it out a little bit. Um, the entire progression with level ups is you get a level up, you get X amount of tech points. You can allocate those tech points based on what level you are. So if you're at level five, you have five levels worth of tech points that you can put into. And each level has like uh, one to 10 things that you can put tech points into, or like some of the things cost two tech points. Some of the things only cost one. And so you just, you can allocate what things you want to build and what things you want to focus on. Uh, it's base building 101. You, you place a base, you start building it. The cool thing in this game, you can actually update, you can upgrade your base by doing little different objectives. So what it is, is you place your PAL box. So instead of it being like your your C, your your PC, it's the PAL box. That's where you load up all your PALs. Or if you catch too many PALs while you're out, because you can only have six, they all go into there afterwards. And you go and you do little objectives there and it helps you, lets you continue to upgrade your base eventually i'm at a point where i can now craft a second base like craft a second pal box and place it somewhere else on the map um yeah so like if you like those style games this is definitely a game you're going to like i spent hours in it uh i i was expecting to jump into it for like two to three hours i ended up being on for about five or six um and most of that time was crafting and building because that's where i like that's my rabbit hole when i play these games i can spend hours and hours and hours just building and setting up my base and then rebuilding my base because this didn't work or that didn't work um for instance i built a base where the food for the pals so you have to make sure you got uh uh consistent food for your pals and so you place a pal food bowl on on the floor somewhere and they'll go grab food but you actually have to load it up with food so i for instance have um a farm you can set up farms where you have will have pals that'll plant seeds you'll have pals that'll water the seeds you have pals that will harvest the seeds and then you have pals that will grab the seeds and load them into the food box so it's all automated and i'm at this point i have my pals i have pals that are automated and do all that so they were loading up the food, but I had a pal that was not eating. And actually, as of the time I, I ended, was depressed. 
because of neglect, because it wasn't eating, because it was hungry. And I'm like, but there's a food bowl. Why aren't you eating? Well, it turns out because it's a giant, ant- uh, a giant, giant deer thing with giant antlers, it couldn't actually get to the food thing because it was too tall. So okay. I had to move the food bowl outside. I moved the food bowl. It finally started eating. It's still depressed due to neglect. But um, wow! So you're a bad, you're a bad Pokemon trainer. I, I am a bad trainer. I'm a bad trainer. But I didn't. Had I realized like that's why I wasn't eating, then it would have been different. So I don't have the crafting the the supplies needed to be able to craft the potion that'll heal his depression. So I just kind of gotta like pet him and make him happy and 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 whatnot. But uh, you know, I could just craft a butcher's knife and butcher him and go catch another one, and it'll be fine. Um. Yes, you can butcher your your pals in this game for like meat or whatever others like meat or wool or this or that. Um, you could just do that. Like, all right, I've had enough of this one, or I have too many pals. Let me butcher a bunch of them because the more you catch, the more of a bonus experience gain that you get when you fight them or combat them. So, like, if you catch ten of one of a certain type, you get like one and a half times experience every time you fight one. Then, um, but yeah, it's it is a. Uh, it's it's a cool game. It's fun. I I had a good time on it. Uh, again, there's a lot of work that they need to put into this. First and foremost, and this isn't the most important, but this is something that I would really like them to do. They need to make the uh, the character creation better. Just because all of the feminine faces were happy, and all of the masculine faces were angry and old. <laughs> and so I'm running around on, with this person whose body looks like a uh, young adult teenager with this grumpy old man face. And I'm like, I don't like that. Also, the beard is attached to the face. So I, the only way to have a bearded character is to have the grumpy old man face. I think. I can't 100% remember. Don't have a beard. But then the character looks dumb. <laughs> like, it's just 100%. The character looks dumb. You need a use beard. The, use the girl face. I, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to use the, the feminine face because that's just, I don't like the, those features on my character's body types. Like, I don't, I just, they, it doesn't fit. Like, the, it's just, it's, it's so weird. It's Look, so man, weird. I'm giving you solutions and all you're coming up with is more excuses. No, but I like their, their personal, like, gripes. Like, I, I don't no, like how it looks. And it's, it's just, but like, they need to, they need to at least make not angry masculine faces. And not old person masculine faces. All boys are angry and old. All girls are young and happy. That's just the way the world works. Pretty much. Um, You can't name your character, which also feeds into the thought that this is an alpha release and is your, your game, your save is going to be wiped periodically while they update it. You know what? They might not wipe it, but you're probably right. It probably is like, earlier in development than they necessarily want to say but this is the best way to basically to sh- like stress test things yeah. like you're basically getting that <coughs> excuse me i think i saw online earlier uh they've already sold over seven million copies i don't i how many of those copies are sold and how many of those copies are game pass so but it was seven million on steam okay so that's a thing that's the other that's another gripe there's no crossplay, so if you have it on Game Pass, you can't play with people on Steam. If you have it on Steam, you can't play with people on Game Pass. Um, but if you have it on Game Pass, you can play with people who have it on Xbox Game Pass. Apparently, I haven't tried this yet. If you're playing on Game Pass PC, there's no controller support. But if you're playing on Steam, Steam, there is controller support. 
I don't know about that one. That's just something somebody said to me the other day. Um, so I don't. I I'd, I'd have to try it out because I played on mouse and keys. But personally, I think like most crafting survival games, the combat itself will be good on a controller. But the the cra- or the like the combat will be good on a controller. The crafting will be good on mouse and keys. And that's probably how I'm going to play this if I play this again. Play it in the future. Um, so the fact that you can't name your character is kind of bullshit because. I had a viewer come in, and I didn't know who, the, and, and like I knew who they were because like they were on Discord with me, and we were talking, and I added him uh, into my guild. It's not a party; it's a guild. Um, and so we were chatting while playing, but like all it said was like player one eighty four, and I was like player one thirty six or something like that. I don't remember, and that's all it is. So, like you don't name your character, which is kind of dumb. Like at least to link it to my. Gamer tag or something like that. If I'm playing on Game Pass, let me get to my gamer tag. You know what? They probably don't do that because Steam names are weird and your display name isn't necessarily your um. But, but since there's no name, since there's no crossplay, like most games just let you name your character. If it like, it, I, would, no, I, I agree. I'm just saying the reason they probably don't pull automatically is because they'd have to. It's extra programming. They'd have to program. Yeah. Okay, well, if it's the Xbox version, we want you to do this. But if it's yeah. the P, like the Steam version, it, it just has to be this. So for them yeah. to just be like, all right, well, everyone's just gonna be player and and three random numbers. That'll yeah. keep it at, at least at least until they get it to a point where like they're not going to be wiping the game, and it's like, all right, now you guys won't have to worry about wiping the game. You can actually name your characters and whatnot. Uh, this so, is like again, this is just feeding my thought that this is maybe an alpha test. Or just a pre-beta, not necessarily alpha, but like very late alpha, but pre-beta release, and it's like they're just they're they're not sure. There's going to be times where the the game's going to be wiped, or the saves are going to be wiped, or there's going to be ma- major overhauls where it's going to wipe your characters. Because there's a lot of early access games like that that do that. Still, like I mean, Seven Days to Die. Every time a new alpha comes out, you cannot play an old alpha character. You cannot play an old alpha save. So if you've been playing, obviously you haven't been playing since alpha one because they probably didn't have it released in alpha one. But like since alpha twelve, alpha twelve to alpha twenty one, that's at minimum ten different saves. It's definitely more than that because you're going to restart multiple times and like it's you're not always going to be playing the same game. Um, so there's that. Uh, the map is 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 a standard map across everyone's game, which is fine. I like that. That's how. Arc does it, but they release multiple kinds of map. They release a new map every couple of years or something like that. So, like, that works. That's fine. I'm not complaining about that. Um, the pals are cool. The pals are interesting. I'm not going to complain about whether or not these look exactly like Pokemon or not. I don't care. I really don't. Um, well, did it's... you see um, that they already, some like, somebody on PC already um, somebody... modded it? Somebody modded it to be Pokemon, and Nintendo has already DMCA'd them. But, like, not just, like, modded it to be Pokemon. Like, they made the player character Ash. Yeah. They made other characters, like Brock and Misty. I saw a, I saw a little video clip where um some of the, the little creatures were, like, mining. Like, they had little pickaxes. And they were mm-hmm. all... It was just a group of Pikachus. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hilarious. It, yeah, I it's great. It. It's great. Um, uh, But then the other thing is server control um what i mean is when if i were to load up the game in multiplayer so if you're playing you can play in either multiplayer or single player with your character but like 
if I load up a multiplayer character and you join me, you can only play that character in my world. You can't play that character in your world. So if you want to, if, if you're going to play, you're going to have your own character in your own world and maybe I can join them. Like I, I, if I were to join you, I would have to create a character for that world. Um, but the problem with that is, and it's not a big problem, this is more of a like a once-in-a-while issue, since it is private server-based or private game-based, you you get a code for your world, and you tell your friends, here's the code, come on and join it. There's only a maximum of like four players per world, I think, something like that. It's like four to 16. I can't totally remember. But because there's only so few characters that can be played... Um, there's not really a lot of control with who's in your world and whether or not you know if someone's in your world. It doesn't give you a notification, hey, player 135 joined your world, or hey, you got a new player into your world. So I was playing live on stream, and I posted my game code so that people could join me. And uh, people that I know in real life, one who's on this Discord, uh, or on this podcast, uh, that's not you, Cobb, uh, a bunch of people came to my stream from a different Discord uh, that I'm in, or that I was in, and they somebody decided it'd be a good idea to jump into the game and troll me the entire time. Jump in front of me, get that's, in my way. It's funny, but also fucked. It's, it's fucked. It's not funny. Like, it, it sounds funny to be the third person, but it's not when, like, I... When it comes to these games, I take building and crafting, like, not serious to where, like, like... It's, it's not serious, but it, it can sometimes be frustrating to get it the way you want it to be. And so then when you have somebody jumping in front of you and getting in your way and you're not able to play stuff, like, or them just sitting there punching you while you're, like, trying to knock down a tree to get some wood. And then when you knock the tree down, they end up collecting some of the wood that you were trying to get because they're standing there. Like, it, it's frustrating. It's just absolutely frustrating. And because I didn't know who it was, because it was player 176, and, like, I'm asking the the chat, like, hey, who's this, who's this, who's this? And, like, no one's responding to it. Um, they then eventually, like, asked to, quote, join my guild, which is the party. Which, apparently, your guild can have up to, like, 30 people, but there can only be, like, four people live on a server at a time, so it doesn't make sense. And this is where, again, the whole server and party control needs work. I can't remove anyone from my guild without just making a new game. So I can't go in and see how many people are actually a part of my guild. So when they asked to be in my guild, I said no, because I didn't know who they were. Somebody in chat was like, oh yeah, that's me. So then they ask, and I add them. Um, and then they proceed to destroy everything I was building. Okay, that part's actually messed up. Like, just yeah. kind of like, jumping in your way, picking stuff up, like, that's frustrating, but then, like, there was, I was working on building a house, because I placed my base at the edge of a, uh, at the edge of a cliff, and it gives you a range that, like, your, your pals that are in your base can reach, but where I placed my base, my pals couldn't actually get at, to certain spots, because, like, they couldn't safely get down or get up, so I decided to build, like, a three-floor just set of stairs. So that my pals could like go down the stairs and work on stuff down below. Um, I'm sitting there fixing my base or doing something with my base after they had punched a couple of walls and then like re rebuilding something or replacing something that I had just been able to build. And I look back and I hear the, the crumbling and like 
10 walls were just taken down of, of, of the three floor thing that I just spent a half hour putting together. And so I had to freak out on stream and be like, get the fuck out of my game. I swear to God, this is bullshit. You shouldn't be here if you're going to just do this. Like, I hated it. I hated the fact that they did this. You know who you are. Um, and and it's it's absolutely frustrating. So, like, if they had, like, server control, I would have been able to just boot them boot them from the game or un unalign them with my guild and this way like they could still be in the game but they can't destroy things if they're in the if they're not in the guild but because i couldn't do that because i couldn't even see who's in my guild like literally the guild menu is just guild three of 30 and that's it you can't name your guild or anything else yeah they definitely have a lot of work to still do on that i'm not even done with the things they need to fix. There's one more major thing they need to fix. There's no exit button in the main menu. Uh, really? Yes. There is zero exit button in the main menu. I had to alt F4 my ass out of that game. Like I can go into the menu and leave the world, leave the like the 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 save this way if I wanted to join somebody else or jump into somebody else's game or whatever. But I feel like this game was built for console. Whereas in consoles, you can just hold the hold the like the whatever menu button. Um, so like Xbox controllers, you'd hold the X button, the Xbox button, and you would just tell the game to shut down. There's none of that on PC, or at least there wasn't on day one. I shared a picture of it on my Discord in the gamer chat. Like it's there's no X, there's no leave world button. That's that is super dumb. Yeah, how do you miss that? How do you miss that? Um, but yeah, so it's just. The game has its flaws. It has its its issues that needs to be fixed. Um, I I do want to dive deeper into this game. I do want to try it more. However, today, a game that I was looking forward to more just came out called Enshrouded that I'm probably going to get this weekend and play more of instead. So, like, I'm kind of done with Power World. Not because it's a bad game. It's just, just it, because it needs to become more of a game first. N- not even that. Not even that. It just... There was another game I was more anticipating that came out. What I game? would. It's called Enshrouded. I, I I just said the name. I missed that entirely. Yeah, uh, Enshrouded. It just came out today. It's in early access as well. Um, that I watched. Um, Glock Nine. He's a YouTuber. Play today. Uh, his video for today was him playing Enshrouded, and it's actually like actually has kind of like a story to it as well. And it's not just go and survive. It's go out, craft, build. Uh, and survive, but the survival isn't in the sense of, like, you need to eat, otherwise you're going to lose health, you need to drink, otherwise you're going to lose stamina. It's more with how Valheim does it. So in Valheim, if you eat and drink, it actually increases your your base stamina bar, increases your health bar, and so, like, you can have up to three food combinations eaten, and it'll bring up your health to a certain point, and your stamina to a certain point. That's how enshrouded does their food is like if you drink a thing of water your stamina is increased and your stamina regen is increased if you eat some food your health bar goes up um so like if you don't if you're not eating if you're not worrying about eating then that's fine you're not going to die whereas like for instance in 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 power world if you don't eat and you're hungry you once you reach zero food in your bar, you slowly lose health until you get to 1 HP, and then you're always at 1 HP until you eat. 
and then you start to regen your health, which at least you don't die from not eating. There's a, there's an issue with some games where it's like you will die from not eating. It's like sometimes sometimes you forget. Unfortunately, the issue with Power World is the UI is bad. The HUD is kind of bad, and so they need to make it more obvious that you're hungry. Okay. Yeah. So like it definitely it has its flaws. It needs to be fixed. It's a perfectly fine. It's like an enjoyable game for people who like this style of game. Um, be it whether you believe or not that the game was made via AI, I, there's 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 people out there reporting that it was. There's people out there reporting that it wasn't. There's people starting to debunk that whether it was or wasn't. I don't know until there's definitive proof that it was an AI built only game. I'm going to still play it when I feel like playing it. I, I I will not play this game if it is proven that they turned to an AI and said create this game and the AI built this game. So I think no. that's already been debunked. Yeah, like I've seen people already talking that like the team that made it like went from developing it on Unity to actually swapping it to um to Unreal. Yeah, and like that's not a thing that AI did. Yeah, um, there's people out there trying to be like, oh, look at these models; they look like Pokemon, and like they're similar, sure. But then it's like somebody will post next to it, yeah, but look at these models from Dragon Quest to Pokemon that these dragons look like this dragon looks like a Charizard. This thing looks like a this and that thing looks like a that. And it, it'll show the same images, all three of them back to back to back. It's like exactly creature design. Yes, you can be unique and different when it comes to creature design, but we it's unfortunate. And it's the same with TV. It's the same with movies. It's the same with books. You are going to reuse things. It's the same with mu- with music. Like the same three chords are in every song. Like y- you're going to reuse shit. Like it, it, not reuse it, but you're going to take reference, and you're going. Things are going to look the same. If you're taking a dragon, the dragon is going to look like other dragons. If you're taking a ferret that can shoot ice, it's going to look like a ferret that's a normal type that can't shoot ice. Because it's a fucking ferret. Like, there's yeah. there's some give and take. Like, yes, I sat here and I complained about that stupid friggin' uh, paint game or whatever that's going to be on the PlayStation. Because, yeah, because it look because it's it, to me it's a uh, a a uh, what's it called clone. Um, and like, it's a, but like, I looked at that and I said, this is exactly that. Like, that's what I saw in that. But this game, like. I see more arc than I do Pokemon, but like, and yeah, the menus are exactly arc. If you're going to complain about this game being similar to something, complain about it being similar to arc and not to Pokemon, because yes, it has cool looking Pokemon esque creatures, but this game's UI looks just like arc. And so complain about that. I'm not trying to say steal games because if you can steal like art and styles from lesser known games then you can get away with it but look this this is also this style of game like that's how a lot of the style of game will work yeah maybe um, just don't complain about a game just yeah, don't play like, it if you don't want if it yeah right. play it and if you think it's too much like a different game then go back and play that other game but here's the thing you're not playing that other game you're playing this game but you're going to complain about it the entire time now just stop complaining about it then yeah. don't play the game if you're going to complain about it don't play the game Unless, apparently, in, unless you play it for ten hours, then you have to complete it. I look, if you play, if you, <laughs> if you, if you play it for half the amount of time that it takes to beat the game, then you you should just beat the game at that point. A bad take, man. 
if you if you spent half the amount of time it takes to beat the game, then there's nothing stopping you from beating the game. Not when you spend another ten hours. Oh, then what made you spend the first ten hours? I don't know. Bored? Well, get bored again. Ah, there's other stuff to do. I, trust me, you're right on that one. There's yeah. so much to fucking play anymore. I can I play a just, game, I can read a book, I can watch a movie. There's so many games that I want to play over the next few months and weeks. And uh, Luckily, a year is 12 months, but we're almost done the first one. Yeah, and actually, like, there's insane. not that much the first half of the year that like I can think of that I care all that much about. Uh, for me, at least, like, there's so much. because Besides just taking away the the three game request gameplay requests that i've gotten on stream now because i just got a third one recently taking that away there's enshrouded there's pal world they're both just open world exploration crafting games uh there's this game called nightingale that comes out next month uh there's which is also another like open world crafting survival game um there's games that come out before this like void train that i want to play um i've Barely touched City Skylines 2 since it came out. I want to play a lot of Lethal Company. Like, there's just... There's so many games out there that I want to play. There's just there's too many games out. Like, like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, I'll get at some point. I'm not going to get it right away. Um, I just... I don't want to play a 100-hour RPG that much right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is that, that's February. That's the end of February. Is it? Shit. Yeah. That sucks. Um, that sucks. I am vaguely interested in that Princess Peach Showtime, but probably uh, yeah. won't buy it. Um, I like won't buy it right away. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm scrolling through like just a short list of stuff. Um, Star Wars Outlaws, if it comes out and looks decent, maybe same thing with that Indiana Jones game. Yeah, I still haven't played Jedi Survivor. Still haven't played God of War Ragnarok. Like, I didn't really care for Jedi Survivor as much. Like, I liked the first one a, a ton, and just didn't didn't really click with this one mm-hmm. i mean there, there's the suicide squad game if you fuck have that. any interest in that fuck that um skull and bones apparently is is real yeah that's coming out soon but uh i'm i'm not i'm not gonna play that because i play sea of thieves unless like my sea of thieves group really wants to try skull and bones probably not gonna play skull and bones like um, the persona 3 reloaded also comes out in february and that's another one where it's like well, I don't want to play like a dragon right now. I'm probably not going to play Persona 3 right now, even though yeah. that, that's a Persona that I've never played and am actually super interested in. Um, yeah. I just don't think the first week of February, I'm going to be like, I want to play a hundred hour fucking. Yeah. Also, it, it's not on anything. And, you know, it's on PC. So, like, technically, I could use the Steam Deck to play it. But, like, I'm not going to play that on the PS5 and if I'm not in the mood for one of those already, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it's just like, unfortunately gaming now has become like streaming, like streaming services. There's just so many games coming out anymore. And some of them are good. Some of them might not be, but there's so many games out there that I want to play that I just can't because I don't have the time. Fucking Pacific drive is another one of these like survival esque games where you're driving around in, in, in a car in like a void air in like a, pretty much annihilation but you have a car is really what it is and that comes out also in february i'm like fuck man there's so many games that are just like coming out that i want and i just don't have the time to play them anymore yeah i hate it and there's so many like both fortunate and unfortunately for you like you have you kind of have yourself in a spot where basically the only time you play games is on stream so like 
you don't have a lot of time for games that like aren't necessarily going to fit into your stream schedule either. I mean, if I wanted to, and I've done it with, with some games, like I've done it with Baldur's Gate, done bonus streams here and there to play more of it. But like, I, even whether I play it on stream or not, I, I still just don't have as much time as I used to. But that's that's what I mean. Like, like, that's also streaming five nights a week. Like, and it's also because like tonight after I get off, after we're done here, I'm going to record the next two videos Friday. Instead of gaming and playing games, I'm going to edit those two videos plus the one video that I never edited from prior weeks that needs to come out next week. So there's three videos I need to edit. Then Saturday, probably going to veg out and do nothing because I'm just exhausted from doing all of the things. Or maybe finally eventually start filming and posting or recording and editing my Saturday series that I wanted to start doing. Like... There's a bunch of stuff that I want to do, and it's like, I can add this bonus time, but then it's like, I, I won't watch TV if I'm doing this. And, like, there's a bunch of show, there's shows that I want to watch. There's movies I want to watch. Like, I'm only maybe less than halfway through the Sea of Thieves book I started reading because, like, I don't have time to, re- I haven't had a lot of time. And Like, last week on Saturday, I tried to read, and I was, it was midday. It was, like, three o'clock as I'm reading and I'm starting to fall asleep. And I don't think it has anything to do with whether or not I'm interested in it. It has nothing to do with whether or not it's good. I've just been exhausted and tired. Maybe because I've been slowly poisoning myself for two months. That's probably why. I mean, um, if nothing else, it probably hasn't been helping. Exactly. So <laughs> like now that I know this, maybe things will be better. We'll see. Also, I, I can't drink coffee right now. So I need a caffeine replacement. I, I can't drink caffeine right now. So I need some form of coffee caffeine replacement. I also can't drink orange juice. So that's not going to work. Vitamin C, I don't know where to get vitamin C from. That might help. So, yeah, it's just... <sighs> I'm just tired, man. <laughs> Even if I go to bed at... at Say I, we get done here and I decide just to go to bed, I'm still not going to wake up till 8 o'clock. I'll sleep for 12 hours. And then I won't really i won't want to wake up anyway you might have like chronic fatigue or something well again it probably has a lot to do with the fact that i've been poisoning myself for two months you know you keep saying that gluten's not poison though it's what makes the world go round. it's poison to me well get a better body you keep telling me to get good at games get good at being alive i look <laughs> I, I would if i could i would if i could try harder right I, i'm doing my best it's just like a video game just try harder. Get, I, I, no, get, no. Get this, is not, this is not. This is not like the Princess Bride, where I can drink a little bit of a poison every day to build up my immune system for this. If yeah, I man, do that, I get. You're cancer. 35 years in. Like, don't just you know get good. No, that's, there's no Finish way to the do story. that. With this. There's no story with gluten. It's a. It's an open world survival game. There's no story to it. You just stop playing it eventually or die. <laughs> Um, <laughs> not even kidding I, it's fu- like i and this is a little bit of a side tangent i had a doctor's appointment on friday for my acid reflux and i was talking to the doctor and like i've known for close to seven years now that i had celiac um i've quite i've questioned it a few times here and there but i've known i've had a, an, an official diagnosis and they they, uh, di- they i didn't think you got diagnosed with it i thought you just had like a sensitivity no no i i got diagnosed with celiac Oh, okay. um, it was, let's see, it was uh, 2017, so about seven years ago, um, uh, I had an upper GI, and, like, he was like, 
they they told me that the the test came back negative, but based on what they saw in my intestines and based on the blood test and based on the fact that I was feeling better, not eating it, that is positive. Sometimes you get a false negative when it, it comes to this test. Like it just really depends on the certain test. It's dumb. Um, so like I tell the doctor, and they're like. They're like they they take it like I'm just talking to them and I'm like yeah uh, like and I naturally like yeah I'm celiac too so blah, blah, blah. and they're like wait what I'm like yeah you're you didn't I and they look and I'm like oh wow I didn't see that in your notes oh man and then like everything gets super serious for a second I'm like um um what's going on and they're like well we'll definitely be able to get you for the upper GI if you're confirmed celiac you're actually supposed to get that every like couple of years I'm like oh yeah my doctor never told me that my doctor kind of sucked. But they're like, well, it's been about seven years. You're due now, like five, five or so every five or so years, just to make sure everything's okay. I'm like, all right, that's fine then. Basically, the rest of your life, every five years, you're having stuff shoved in both ends. Just no, just the front, just the top for now. Anyway, then, in, in in about five years, you'll need it from the other side. Five or ten years, it'll be the other side. But I don't think they can do that both at the same time. No, no, they definitely can't do it at the same time. It's probably two different doctors. Yeah, true. Duh. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they they like they start telling me, like you got make sure you're, you're gluten free. I'm like, yeah, I've been gluten free for as long as I've gotten the thing. Like, there's been some slip ups here and there by accidents, but like nothing. Like I stay away from it. And they're like, oh, because you know you could get lymphoma if if or lymphoma, leukemia, one of those lymphoma if uh. If if you eat, I'm like, yeah, I know. I've I've trust me, I've done all my research. I'd I actually I didn't know that. Yes, you are at a. If you continue to eat gluten when you're a celiac, you have an increased risk of upper gastro lymphoma. Oh wow! Which, what, yeah, which is like, and then I told them stories where like, yeah, I have coworkers who said that friends of theirs. They'll be like, you know what? I just want to have a pizza today. And they'll just eat a pizza and be like, my family can deal with the consequences later. And they're like, yeah, no, you're not supposed to do that. I'm like, oh, trust me. I know. Um, I think it's, that's probably the difference between actually having celiac and just having like a gluten sensitivity. Yeah. Like so, if you're sensitive, it's just you're going to you're going to have an upset stomach afterwards. Yeah. If you actually it, have celiacs, like there are consequences. There, there are consequences. And so like they like. They like everything got serious for a second, and like they te- they're telling me all these things. Like definitely, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this. I know that. I know it could affect my mental state. I know blah blah blah, and this and that. And I know, I know. I'm like, I and so like, all right, good. We'll we'll get you all these tests and blah blah. blah. And was, I just thought it was funny that they like everything got serious for a second, and then both because my doctor was a um was a fellow doctor, like a fellowship. So like, she's not even though she got her degree like six years ago she's still technically in training for another like six months like she's been a doctor for six years yeah she's been a doctor for six years but she still has to report to her resident or whatever for like another six months that's the way she said it she's like yeah this is my fifth year in fellowship which that just means that i have another six months that i have to report to another doctor before i can be my own doctor i'm like wow um and so she like she's like okay so you're gluten free you're this you're that and it's all serious and then she goes and gets her 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 resident and he comes in and he's like so she tells me you're celiac and so you're you're gluten free and you're this and you're that and and, and everything's serious and he brings me pamphlets and I'm like yeah, I have been like this for seven years I yes thank you thank you thank you I appreciate all the like the seriousness and then they were like do you do you have kids I'm like no 
your brother and sister? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they should get tested. I'm like, I've told them a million times. Told them a million times they should get tested. And they're like, and they haven't listened. I'm like, they're not gonna listen to me. Okay. As long as you, as long as you know and they know. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Um, uh-huh. but anyway, Pal World. I don't know how we got onto that whole conversation, but Pal World, solid game. But uh, I'm probably, I might play it more. It, if I actually just I, today, it's Payday Friday this week. I'm buying Entrouded for sure. So yeah, we're probably not playing Power World again for a while, unless I have friends who want to play it together, <laughs> and they all have it on Game Pass. Because if they don't have it on Game Pass, then I can't, I can't help them. Well, I mean, you could try though. I'm not buying it on Steam, not in the state that it's in. I mean, that's that it, is the right move. It's it's a totally worthwhile game to play and to buy, but because I have access to it on Game Pass and it's in the state that it's in, it's not worth buying. That's fair. Like, unless everyone I know gets it on Steam, and I'm the only one who has it on Game Pass, there's no reason for me to get it on Steam. Yeah, no, that's, that is totally valid. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my computer is being weird, so we should probably wrap this up. Probably do that. Um, for some reason, my, my Chrome windows have stopped responding. But, like, oh, not stopped responding, they say that they're offline. So, Enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, let me open up a notepad so I can make this light last timestamp too. Um, so yeah, uh, next next week we're not doing anything. Where the fuck is this notepad I just opened? There it is. Man, this is just not going well for me right now. Man, figure figure your shit out. Figure your shit out. Uh, next week is just regular week, so I don't know where I was going with that before. But in two weeks we'll be watching Spider Man Across the Spider Verse for our next book club. Uh, and if you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.onequest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all helps. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. And other than that, we will be back next week with uh, something else to talk about. Oh, Rich, what, what is your streaming? Uh, Twitch.tv slash be underscore one on video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Come out on Sunday. The uh, what, is, what is Sunday? What is Sunday? 28th, um, sometime in the afternoon. Uh, well, it'd probably be more so sometime in the late evening when this happens, but I'm beating Baldur's Gate 3 on Sunday. I'm beating it. I will, it will be beat most likely on Sunday. So come hang out. It'll be a long stream, probably starting around 12 or 1 ish until I beat the game. So I, I know for a fact I have two boss, at least two, two bosses and the final sequence to do. So I don't know how long it's going to take, but. Uh, come watch me fight some demigods and a god, or kind of a god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come hang out. Twitch.tv slash be underscore walnuts. Also, see if these and whatever else I can get into. Oh, and with that, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See yous.